0: here. Don't just link for the sake of linking, link for
1: success. Thanks for being here today. Thank you, Stacy. I'm really, really honored and pleased to be here.
0: Now, I could probably read a really boring bio of you, but I'm pretty sure that you're going to do a much better job <laughs> of introducing yourself. Tell us who is Mary.
1: Okay, who is Mary? So um, right now, I am the founder and president of Hub, Inc., which is Heighten Your Business, Inc. It is a women's business networking organization, and our whole purpose is to be able to support female entrepreneurs to succeed in their business first. Um, My background comes from a media background. I spent 13 years in television as a director of photography, one of the first in Canada, and uh, then moved on to be a director and producer. And then after 13 years, started my own PR and marketing boutique agency, and then supported female entrepreneurs in their business and worked with uh, women's groups. Wow.
0: Okay. So you know what? I'm just going to throw all my questions out the window and just dive right into what we can actually talk about. Sounds (laughs) good. A wealth of knowledge, uh, which is amazing. So you talk about the fact that you run um, Hub Inc. And that is an in-person, I'm not even going to call it a networking group, because you know what? There is an awful lot of networking groups out there. And I talk a lot about networking online, um, but Mm -hmm. the in-person is so, so important. So because I'm not going to call it a networking group, what
1: would you actually call it? You know what? It's interesting. A lot of people, you know, uh, when they talk about that word, um, I'm, we're rebranding that word networking. (laughs) Yes. Great. I'm happy to hear that. Yes. Because it's all about coming together and really focusing on our business. And what we're really uh, focused on doing is connecting uh, women w- so they can grow their business and move the needle to their success. That's the key. The most important thing is it should be business first, and then we come together. And I think that's what we're doing differently. Um, it is it is a social gathering at times, and, and people have become friends, but the, their first priority is to support each other in business and make sure that they get um, the contacts they need, the strategies, the resources, and that they can increase their revenue. We are really revenue focused for our members.
0: So you literally have people link
1: with each other for the success oh, of their business. Absolutely, absolutely. The, the you know when we do our business accelerators, which is our monthly events, the whole premise of those. Um, monthly meetings, is that everyone gets what they need. So, for example, we ask one specific question to the group, and that is, what do you need or what are you stuck on? And each person has an opportunity to tell us who they are and then what is it that they need. And then the the group at that time will ask questions. But after that, Stacy, the person who we call is in the hot seat who asks the question, get a pen and paper out because these women go to town for you. They will Find what you're looking for, and they will help solve the issue you have in your business.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because, you know, you use the word accelerator, which is obviously moving the needle, exactly what you yeah. said, moving the needle forward. So they, they're there. Um, they have their pen and paper. They know what they need. Uh, people are giving them advice and feedback and all of that kind of stuff. What do you think is the one thing that
1: holds people back maybe from taking that action on their business? That's a great question. Um, And we've seen that happen. I think it's, um, I'm going to be just real. I think what happens is there's so many groups, there's some great ones out there, but there's so many groups that they come together, they do a little business and no one really follows through. It's, that's it. And so there, I find some entrepreneurs are just on kind of this this wheel that they keep doing this over and over and then they go again to another group or they go into another meeting and they just keep going back and forth. I think what happens is we are really targeting female entrepreneurs who are serious about business. So when you come into a hubbing event, you know, okay, we're going to get things done here. And so it's a mindset that we help them understand and we, and help them Um, connect to and I think that makes a difference because when you're in a room it's it's true when you're in a room of like-minded people when you see people who are really playing big and want to play big and are supporting each other you either will jump on that or you'll get you'll be afraid of it and what we're noticing the ones who do jump on it are um, they're hungry and they've just now found the group that really is going to um, help them in that direction
0: Well, it's interesting that you talked about um, people who kind of jump from group to group, because I think there's sort of a myth or a theory out there that you do have to uh, link to thousands and thousands of people and hundreds of people in so many different groups. So they go here and they go there. And as long as they know and connect with this huge, massive group, that they'll be successful. What do you think about that? No. <laughs> um,
1: <okay. laughs> Did you want to think about that for a second? Yeah. No. Um, uh, um, I really believe it's, it's. you know, when they say either work hard or work smart, this is what I mean. You have to be strategic. You got to be smart in how you're doing it. It's not necessarily thousands because if you're, if, if you're not targeting your niche and if your customer is not in that room or online, then you're really just wasting your time. You're just, connecting to people, and that's fine if that's what you want to do. But it all depends on what is your focus. If your focus is to grow your business, increase your revenue, and find the right client um, or the right products, then you need to know that, own it, and then figure out where that client lives. And that doesn't mean you don't connect with other groups, but find your top three. Find your top three and be laser-focused in those top three. But trying to pick ten, and half of those ten, are not your client, you're wasting your time, and their time too. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I talk a lot about
0: um, strategic, connecting uh, with the right people as well, um, a connection strategy to make sure that you're not just, you know, throwing this net over, you know, yes. all of those people, uh, whether it's online or offline. Um, what What do you think people should be looking for, and and sort of the one or two things they really need to understand, Uh, When they need to focus, you said they need to focus on making sure that they're networking with the right people. How does someone figure out what that looks like and who
1: that person is? Well, I think first you have to know who your client is. So I think the first step before you either even join a group um, is figure out who are you targeting. And then after that, if you are going to go to a group, find out who are they targeting? Who are the people in the room? uh, What are... I always say their characteristics of the members of the group. And then you have to go back to see, does that fit your brand identity, like, you know, your customer? And if that does, then that's where you should be. Because
0: I find a um, a lot of people will go to different groups. And the one complaint that I get probably in the last five or six years going to groups, I never get any business out of the group that I go to. Yeah. So do you think that they're, they're maybe they're not focused on the people that are there? Maybe they don't understand who their target is? Or maybe they didn't understand what the group was and maybe their focus? I think
1: a little of all of the above. Both. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, think, I, I think it's, and again, that's being um, working smart and being strategic. And I honestly, I would get a pen and paper. I would keep it as simple as possible, is um, um, write down exactly um, who you are targeting? I think that makes a huge difference. And then, uh, and, and understanding the group, I think sometimes people are going into it thinking, "I got to be part of that. I got to go to this event. I have to, you know, get my product or get an exhibit d- table at this uh, group because there's going to be so many people." But who are the people who are in the room? If there are people in the room who are not going to buy your product or services, then you're not going to get any clients.
0: Right. And you talked before about I mean, there's there's um, a difference between the social focus. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, I, I, will, no. I will completely admit and be transparent that there are groups that I will go to once in a while, simply because I really like the people yep. Yep. And I'm going there with a social focus,
1: and I catch up with them, I leave and I'm happy. Absolutely. But what you're doing, which is great, is you know exactly why you're going there. Yes. So you're not going, oh, I didn't get a client. I mean, if you've got a client, that's wonderful, but you're not going with that intention because you know that's not the group that you necessarily are going to find your client. That might be that you're looking for just to have a great time with these people. Yeah, and that's great.
0: Coffee. Yeah, and I, absolutely. Left. I caught up. I found out how they're going to, you know, how they're doing with their kids or their families yeah, and yeah, their yeah, business. Yeah, I yeah. leave. And, uh, and that's good. But when I want to focus on my business, I also need to bring my brand into it. And I think this is where there's also a lot of confusion because you had mentioned it before about marrying your brand with the customer that you're looking for. And if that particular group matches both, then it's right for you. Absolutely. So there's a difference between, I'm going to bring a little bit of your marketing background. There's a difference yeah. between, um, A business brand and a personal brand and I'm a firm believer that people do business with people Mm -hmm. Um, and they want to get to know the person behind the business I think sometimes when I go to network either online or offline the person that I link with is all of a sudden either in person they're putting a business card in front of my face and I'm not actually getting to know that person or online they're immediately starting with a sales pitch of, you know, here's how I can help you, here's, it's exactly the same as shoving a business card in someone's yeah. face, right, starting with that sales pitch. How do you back that up so that when somebody does either come to an event or network online, and I want to talk about your online uh, group here in a few minutes,
1: mm-hmm. how do they, how do they start that so that people can get to know them Okay, so I think the most important, we're moving, um, marketing has changed and advertising has changed. And we are moving from that push style where it's, give me your business card, this is what I do, buy my product, just like we don't see many billboards up. Same thing, that's a very push style of marketing. We are now moving into pulling people into our brands or pulling into our stories. So um, content is very important. Storytelling is very important. So People want to know who's behind the brand. That's why you will now see even the CEO of Starbucks doing interviews. You know, 20 years ago, we would never know who the CEO of Starbucks is. But now he is um, invited to do interviews, uh, even doing certain posts. Um, So we want more than just seeing the product we want to know who's behind it and what the product stands for so i think your first most important thing is to deliver who you are and what you stand for and the purpose of your brand if you can do that right away you have hooked them right to want to know more about your brand and your product and then they will ask for the business card
0: absolutely absolutely so just talking about moving um, the conversation from sort of the in-person to the online, because you also have um, a large group of women entrepreneurs that network online. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you approach that? And how do you basically, what's your approach to building
1: online relationships before they even meet you in person? Well, I think, you know, in many ways, when you think of social media, some of us have met many people, which is really online. Um, uh, actually, I think you and I met online. Yes. You and, I, you and yep. I met
0: through LinkedIn. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and then we actually had a phone conversation. Yep. So I actually was part of your organization long before I met you in person.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I, I think it it's it's works. Yeah. <laughs> I think the way you would even do it in person, um, your online presence has to be consistent with who you are, your beliefs, and what the brand is trying to tell. The customer. So I think when your online presence has that, then people who are attracted to that or are intrigued or want to know more will then connect with you or start to follow you uh, because you've either hit a pain point of theirs or um, they're interested to learning more because your product may be able to solve an issue that, that they're looking for. So do you have a superpower? <laughs> oh, I think you probably have many,
0: um, but as a leader in your industry, um, what is your super? Fa- what is your superpower that has helped you become uh, successful?
1: Um, I do have a tenacity that uh, I just do not give up. It's <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm very you know it's interesting. I will not jump out of a plane. I'm scared like crazy. Okay, that's not no, a bad thing. Yeah, but I am fearless in business. I have no fear. I will get on the phone. I will get in front of a meeting. I will get to who I need to for my company and get that that business. I just, and I know my team sometimes think, think I'm crazy or like, it's not going to happen, but I absolutely walk into a room. It's like, this is happening. So in
0: thinking of that, you're fearless. um, You've got a thousand um, things on the go. How how do you keep track of everything? How do you keep all your balls up in the
1: air? Like, holy cow! Yeah, it's interesting. My uh, dir- one of my directors said that she, he's like she's like you have two kids and and I have other projects that I work out outside of Hubbing. Um I. Time management for me is key. I'm very laser focused, very, very laser focused. Um, Even with my calls, I'm very, uh, now I would say I'm very clear in um, what calls I take, um, how much time I'm going to spend on them. Uh, if, If I'm not the right person on the team for them to speak to, I make sure they get to the right person so I don't waste the other person's time as well. For me, it's absolute laser focus and time management.
0: You know, it's interesting um, that you just said that. I actually had a phone conversation with uh, somebody this morning who had called me and wanted me to do a particular speaking engagement mm-hmm. and he was, you know, really trying to sell it and I'm like, you know what? I'm saying no, but the reason I said no is because I wasn't the right fit Yeah, and I know that within myself. So I think that sometimes saying no is a huge time management thing yeah. and I just said yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I've I literally said no simply because number one, I didn't think I was the right fit. Number two, I know what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. And number three, I know somebody else who could do it better. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and, and, and I and think, I think that's we important. fall
0: into that, that yeah. conundrum that we have to say yes to everything and then we yeah. get overwhelmed. And,
1: and also for me, when managing my time means that um, I, don't, I don't micromanage my team at all. If I have to micromanage you, you're not part of Hub Inc. It's not going to work. Even my directors love that. Um, the key for me is to have a solid team that everyone knows what their strengths are so if it's not my strength or i don't take it on i send them i speak to the person on our team who can get it done faster and better and i think exactly. that manages my time really well so i can do other things absolutely absolutely um what has been a career high for you at, at any point in my um oh yeah um when i okay a couple, there's a few but and there's a few lows too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I'll see about those later. <laughs> yeah. Um, a high would be when I was in television, uh, when I was a director of photography, not many women were doing that. And if they were doing it, a lot of them were doing it locally. And the, the, one of the highs was that they, at uh, 27 for HGTV, they said, okay, we're, hi- we're going to hire you. You got the contract. And I went to Europe and we hit, I think, 10 cities in 35 days and i was yeah it was like wow you know there's a point that you're like all that hard work just paid off you got that contract that was a high
0: yeah wow okay i'm not sure that would be a high or just an exhausting
1: feat yeah that wasn't yeah yeah, but it was yeah yeah. (laughs) but it was an amazing amazing experience and that just shifted my whole career that's awesome yeah um
0: If somebody were to, so they're starting a a business, say they're starting out new and Mm -hmm. um, they're new to either networking in person or they're new to networking online, Um, where do you think they should start? What do you think
1: they should do first? Mm. Wow, okay. Um, I think first, and I, I, I know I keep saying this, but it's important. You can't start anywhere if you do not develop what the brand looks like what your business is. So first I would say is be clear of what your message is to your brand. And then this is going to be a little different. I would find five people. I call it my five circles of influence. Five people that are now going to help you in different ways grow that business or connect you to the right people. So one person could be a connector. Uh, One person might be able to help you with your social media presence. I always always look at what areas do you need help in and find those five people. And then from that, find three groups that are also going to help you with that. That's key. So I always say you got to kind of start with your extended team for your business. Because I think of when I was alone starting um, Storybox PR, um, I had to find those five people. And that for me was huge. So I had to hire someone. I had a great friend who had an amazing business background and we traded our services so we could support and help each other grow. And then I had someone who was a huge connector and was able to get me into the rooms I needed to. So do you see how all of a sudden it's almost like creating what is that team around you? And it could be simple. It could be your friend who's just great at social media and will sit with you um, so you can start to create a platform. And understand how to put yeah, that And that's, again, that's being smart strategically. So I think one of my favorite words is strate- strategize or strategic or anything to do with strategy. <laughs> because I think that is putting all, like, dotting your I's in the right spots, crossing your T's correctly. So then you create a great foundation. So then you can move to the next level and to the next level. And that foundation is going to change as you keep moving.
0: Well, it's interesting that you use the word foundation because I think that sometimes is where people uh, fall short. So I know when I talk to people about their brands, so the biggest conversation I get into with people about their brands is when I do and help them with LinkedIn. And I ask them about their business and I ask them about their brand. And a lot of times the answer comes out, I don't know. I don't know what my brand is. I don't know how to put myself out there. I just know that I have this business. Yep. Um, and I want to make connections because I heard social media works and I know I need to do this and I know I need to do that. So I feel like at times we end up putting a, the cart before the horse.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: Um, because they kind of hit the ground running. So building that foundation, and I like the fact that you yes. said that the, that the foundation can change as it grows.
1: Yes. But and
0: if, if the original foundation isn't there. Exactly.
1: Well, yeah. And, well, I see, see my hand because it's audio. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of going off <laughs> the lines. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing when we started Habink. You know, the reason why we've grown and grown and we've grown quickly is if the foundation wasn't strong. It's like a house. You can't build everything else inside if the foundation is, it's going to fall. You need those four pillars. So when we started Habink as well, it was like, what is the foundation? And trust me, that foundation We've changed it and shifted it along the way because as we grow and what we need has changed. So maybe a couple more people have come into head office because we're growing so rapidly. But we need to have it solid. Because if you don't, as you keep moving, it's going to fall apart.
0: Well, absolutely. And then you have nothing to go back with when somebody does ask you a question like, can you come and speak to this particular group? If you don't have that particular foundation, you can't go back and say, does this work for me? Is yep. it a good fit for my brand? And does it represent me well? Yes. Um, and, that's, and that's where you can make those decisions better instead of I'll say yes to this, I'll say yes to that because you don't know what your foundation is
1: well, you can, don't know what that looks like. Yeah. Let me give you a great, this was a great example. Oh, I think it was. <laughs> um, um, someone called me and wanted to speak at Hub Inc. And she said, you know, I work with uh, million-dollar companies, I know uh, people who make millions, blah, blah, blah. And she went on and on and on. Okay. So now I noticed her on social media. And she was speaking at a group, which was obvious these people weren't in the millions, nothing wrong with that, but were actually huge startups, um, maybe making 20000 So what she said to me and what she was putting out on social confused me. And so used people and confused people don't connect right. and confused people. Don't buy. Exactly. <laughs> I was just baffled going, okay, next. And I'm like, there's too many other speakers I could put in that place. So she wasn't a consistent with her messaging, consistent with her brand. There was nothing wrong if she would have said to me, you know what? I love working with startups because we have some people who are starting at hubbing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love working with startups. I love getting them to the next level. I love building the brand, whatever, whatever her message was. And then if, when I would have seen that out there where she was speaking, I would have thought that that, would have made sense. Wow. She's doing that. That's amazing. She's Getting those speaking engagements with those, with these groups. Okay. Let's see. Let's try her out. Interesting. I don't know, that always. I, I've given that example to people. Just know who you are. There's not. I don't care if you're working with people in the millions. I don't care if you're working with people just starting out, whatever your product or service is. Just be consistent because people now with social media are watching. And so I'm very consistent. Uh, I make sure what Hubink is about and the way we train our team, our branding and messaging is solid when it comes right. to that. That's key for me.
0: Well, and it's interesting because I see a lot of people post on, I actually just saw a post yesterday, um, a girl that says, you know what? I met this girl for coffee. Very similar to the story. You just, you literally just said, you know, Mm -hmm. I met this girl for coffee. I got to know her all good. And then I went home and I looked on her social media and it was literally the polar opposite of the person that, that, that individual had coffee with. And and, And I see that all the time. Unfortunately, we project ourselves. so. I mean you you did touch on um, the importance of consistency, but dive a little bit deeper. How imp- really important is it to be so consistent with your brand both online and offline, especially when we're talking about networking with
1: people yeah, and building yeah, those connections yeah. and linking with people for the right reasons it, It's huge. I truly believe it it's huge because then your decisions in what you do next for your brand um, it, it affects it. So when you are consistent and know that brand inside out, Um, what happens is every move you make is going to be towards that consistency and what that brand represents. You know, it's when you even look at like Nike, you know, when we hear the word Nike, so your brand, honestly, if you're going to be consistent and do it right, when someone says, when you say your brand, they know exactly what that means. Like they can actually in their head go through bullet points of, oh, that means A, B, C, D, E. It's the same thing with Nike. When we hear Nike or perfect example, Starbucks you think yeah, exactly. uh, a little higher up in coffee. Oh, I get to pick how I want to get it done. If I want warm milk, cold milk, um, it's uh, a little more pricey. All these things start going in your head and Starbucks is exactly who they are. They are consistent in what their brand is. Yep, and, and you know when you walk in, you're not going to get 99 cents coffee. You just won't. So, you know, the minute you enter that door. And I think that is important. Like Hub Inc., we are for women who are serious. They can, they might not, their brand might not be together. They may be lost, but that's what we're there for. But they have both feet in the game. They could be moms. They can be single. They could be married. They could not be married, but they want to play big. They just need the support and help and they need to find that tribe who's going to do it. And 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 what
0: happens when somebody's, inconsistent what happens to their business and their reputation it,
1: it, it's, it's all over the place it's all over the place and that's why you see what the example i gave you is um someone who's just you're just pulling at straws you're like okay i'll phone her and i'll talk her talk her language and then i'll go over here and i'll you know position myself for this this company and so your brand gets lost your who you are gets lost and you're just trying to pull at strings and people figure that out with so much coming at us now um, you need to be solid in what that brand represents and and another example is I had a woman in uh, who was an executive I think she was an executive at one of the top insurance companies maybe a VP and she wanted to come to hub Inc and she said "Um, is that you know could I come I said you're more than welcome to come but I want to just let you know we really focus about with female entrepreneurs So we're not going to have a panel of speakers talking about executives in the corporate world. That's not who we are. So even though I could have lost her as a member, it's okay. She wouldn't have fit, and I would have wasted her time. She ended up coming because she just loved the topic. (laughs) And I said, you're more than welcome to come. But we focus everything around female entrepreneurs.
0: Right. So people know um, what to expect. They know what your brand stands for. And they also can figure out very quickly if they're a good fit uh,
1: for that. Uh, yeah, and she, she ended up not joining. She loved it, but then she connected me with a friend who was an entrepreneur. Perfect, so there, and you know what? And sometimes I think we forget
0: in using that example that we're not necessarily just talking to the person in the room or in, over the phone or whatever. We're also networking with their network. I always say
1: we're, we're networking with all the contacts in their head. Exactly.
0: That's a good way of putting it. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. So Absolutely. Yeah. So
1: when you're in that room with someone or on the phone, whatever you plant, uh, you know, or what you need, that goes into their head with all their other contacts. Right? And they're networking with people in their head. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> now, there is a difference between
0: um, inconsistency in positioning your business, going back to the the person who was saying, you know, I focus on this, but I doing startup over here online. Um, But there's also a difference because, you know, if I wanted to talk to you about my business, I'm going to ask you questions, I'm going to listen to yourself, and then I'm going to position it for you. Yes. I'm going to position my brand so that I understand your language. So where's the line there? in how you position it for that other person. For the person versus, you know, the complete inconsistency because could you say that she was positioning herself uh, to your audience, knowing what the focus of Hubink yes.
1: is. Yes. What I first I would, if you were trying to pitch your business to someone, then you let them speak first. Hundred percent. You need to find out who they are and what they're looking for, and where are their struggles or their pain points, as I call them. After that, can you position if your business fits? So the difference person. is if your business fits. Because I think Uh, at some
0: point it doesn't.
1: Yeah. Uh, There are times where it doesn't fit. Yep. Absolutely. We had, uh, when I was with Storybox PR, um, there were clients that uh, I did not take on because I just knew in the long run it was not a fit and it would not work. Um, And then there were other clients that we were a solid fit and the success was through the roof because of that. And that's
0: and, what you want, too. and I think there's the commonalities of philosophy. There's the commonalities of language. Yeah, when you're, tr- I mean, you know, the old adage, right? If you're trying to put a um, square peg, round peg into yeah. another hole, yeah, 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 something <laughs> like, that. yeah, I know, exactly you
1: mean. yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, it doesn't work, and you're trying to force something. So I always talk about that sweet spot of you know brand philosophies and your messaging and and uh, your solid foundation. And your clients and, and that middle ground is yeah. that sweet spot. So I think when you're going too far away from that, you're trying to force something that's not a good fit.
1: And you have to remember, even if you close that client, you now have to deliver what you've said. Right. <laughs> and so people just get so excited. Oh, you know what? I convinced her or convinced him. You now have to deliver do the work. You have to deliver. So, yeah. So this could be very stressful. If you've now positioned yourself in a way that is not your brand and now you got to do the work, yeah. um, you may not get another, you may not get a referral and they may not hire you again. Exactly. So I always exactly. say, look at the long run, look at the end result with anything you do. I'm very big on that. I look at the end result and then work backwards. Like a perfect example, uh, was, I remember when it was our one-year anniversary at Hubbank and we had this big kind of party celebration. We had uh, the uh, Canadian designer, uh, Jean Lottie, sponsor the event. And we were, it was like an outside party in her pink boutique in, in, the, in the back. Um, and someone said to me, did you envision that it would get this big and what this party would be? And I had to be honest. I said, yes. I didn't know who was going to be in the room, but I did because I saw the end. I always go for the right. end and then I work back to figure to out what I happen. need to do to make that happen. And that's key. So even when you're with a client and you close, that's great. But what does that look like now working together? Can you do it? Can you actually deliver?
0: Yeah. Now, there's a lot of people in the room um, with various hubbing events. Um, you, see, you know, we attract um, like-minded people. Yeah. Do you think that everybody in the room would be somebody's client?
1: Oh, interesting. Um, I think so. Oh, and if not, I think one of the people in, in their, their head, head, as I call it, <laughs> in their database in their head, absolutely, <laughs> 100%. Because I think what it is, people say it's an energy that we have in that room and that laser focus that we actually make people start thinking right away, how can I help you? Like, right. You'll, you'll notice that how bank, the b- business cards aren't passed right away. No. It's not just the business card. That's kind of later if if there's this amazing connection or if we have that contact that we need to give someone. And all of a sudden, now people will say, Okay, give me your business card. Because again, it is
0: yet yeah, it is business first, but is also personal, yeah. uh, personal self first, get to yes. know that person, then they can do business, even though
1: business mindset is number one. Yes, yes. Well, you know, we always say uh, at HubBank, it's business first and then we laugh together. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it is. We really want to support each other in business, but the great friendships come out of it in the long run and laughter and everything. But um, it's, it, I think people come into it because we're all about this support. How are we going to support each other? And when you go in with that mindset first, oh, everything will come to you then. But if you go into the mindset, and I've been, I've gone to groups where I've had business cards right in front of my face going, hi, can you help me? And I'm like, I don't even know you. You know, it's interesting to me. That is very similar to, um,
0: I just saw probably, I don't know, I always get examples, um, yesterday or the day before I received on LinkedIn, uh, four endorsements Mm
1: -hmm. of
0: skills. I have no idea who this person is. I just connected with them two days ago or the day before. And they literally endorsed me. And I'm like, okay, so what's the strategy there? Um, can, can I help them? Are they looking to get themselves on my profile? Do they think that I'm going to endorse them? I don't understand the concept of, can you help me? Here you go. I'm going to do this. It's just so inauthentic. No. And, and, and I it's don't a very, get it. And it's an
1: old model. And I know we just... Very old model. And 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 there, that's really why I wanted to build Hubbing because I was actually was out of frustration too. Was out of frustration yeah. going to certain places and 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 feeling like, what is going on here? This is such, n- this isn't the way we need to support each other. Um, because I was coming home and I just had a big stack of business cards. That was it. Well, I lo- you know what I love? When I go to networking events, I see the table of business
0: cards. Yes. And everybody picks one up. Yes.
1: Yeah. It, it's like, I, I don't understand that. It, it's like, <laughs> You know, if we go back to, we buy from people we like and trust. There you go. So if you know that's the end result, work backwards and figure out how, how you're going to do that. Exactly. How are you, you going to buy from that? people we like and trust. And if I like and trust someone, oh, I absolutely buy them. Um, but I'm not going to buy, and most people are not going to buy because you've put a business card in my face. On a and, table. And, and we've now just been here at a networking event for the last hour. and Even though you hour. didn't even see them. Yeah. Or met them. Yeah. I think yeah. the the one I love
0: um, even more than that is the, so the, the it's done. So say there's 20 people in the room, you've mm-hmm. been at the other side of the room from somebody, and then they come right at the end and they go, so we've been in the same room together. And here's my business card. And they hand it yeah. out to everybody. And I'm like, yeah.
1: yeah. And, and, name. yeah. and that goes back to, uh, you know, are you working smart or are you just working to work so hard on certain things? Well, you just I feel bad
0: on. because those business cards are expensive. Okay. Well, not yeah. really. Um, but still like yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna take it home and I'll probably throw it out.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that's why I hate and, to and, and say so, that, but you
0: know what, yeah. if I made a
1: connection with you. It's about being, you know, again, going back to being strategic, being laser focused and making sure you align yourself with people who you can work with and that, would buy your product and service and get to know them. That's the key. Get to know them and let them get to know who you are because when they do, it's like a, it's like, it, it, it propels, it's rapid after that. You know, at Inc. we always said it's, you know, um, we don't do the, you know, Hey, if you're, you know, we've, we've seen this. And I said, we're not going to do this. We do, we do not sell a membership promising someone that they get to speak if they're a member. No. So, and, and because I feel if that person isn't yet ready to be a member, they might be ready to be, a, sorry, a, a speaker, they might be ready to be a member. It's not fair to them to put them in front of the room. And it's not fair to the people who are traveling to come to our events, maybe finding a babysitter for their kids to hear someone because we needed to hook them in a membership. Yeah, and now we not. just threw them in front of the room. I just won't do that. And so that's where we disrupt it the style of networking, that's one thing that we did differently. And we said, no, we are going to sell membership on value. And our membership went through the roof because of that.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting because I think somehow in the whole connection strategy world that we've lost touch with value. And if you're not providing value to people and you're not providing value as a a content strategist, what are you doing? All you're doing is putting it out there and it's a me, me, me. I, um... It was actually funny because I reviewed this person's profile this morning and he goes, what do you think? And I went, do you really want to know? be careful. (laughs) Because be careful what you ask for. I mean, I I put myself out there. I'm an extremely honest person. Um, And I said, I don't know what you do. You're not providing any value to me. None. I said, I don't know why I would connect with you. And he's Mm -hmm. like, really? I said, there's nothing there. It's all about you. You went into the me, me, me world. And that's what people put out as content as well. Hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. And I'm like, yeah where is the value and, yeah. and what are you delivering? So um, very true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah, so I it's going to ask you yeah. Yeah. Um, what does it mean to you to link for success? But I actually think you already answered that. And I think I might pull that little snippet out um, as a quote because you talked about being strategic, um, the right people. But
1: if you can just sum this up, that yeah. would be awesome. You know what? I, I think true success is really being you and finding what your brand stands for you. And I think that's key. And, and certain ways to do that is understanding who you, your brand, being strategic, as I said before, and finding the right connections to help you grow your business as well. But really be unique and be you. Like, I don't try and be like anyone else. There are groups out there and leaders who have their own style. If you start to be like someone else, you move away from really, truly attracting the right clients because people see through that. And we all see, you know, even on, on the social media world, we see the ones who are, and I hate to, you know, I have to use the word authentic, real. You know, real. Stand, yep. stand for who you are, stand for your brand. And, and it may not click with everyone, but that's okay. It's going to click with the people that it makes sense to. And there's your client.
0: You know, it's, I find that so interesting because um, I will literally
1: get the, but what if somebody doesn't like it? And my response is, so? Exactly. Not everyone is going to like everything. Absolutely. I,
0: I, I've literally started, um, I've literally started talks by saying, I have bad news for you. Not everyone's going to like you yep. and not everyone's yep. going to like me.
1: Yep. Yep. So and also, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and that is very liberating when you get to that point because now you're going to build a company and a product or service that makes sense, and that will actually succeed. But if you're worried if everyone's going to like it or not, you're, you're just going to waste a lot of energy in, in an area that is not going to move you forward. Absolutely. Okay,
0: Mary, last thing, tell people how they can get a hold of you. What is your website? How can they find you on social media? How can they find out more about hubbing? Okay, so if you want
1: to know more about Hub Inc., you can actually even connect with, with me. I always um, answer all my emails. Uh, you can email me at mary at dot hubinc, C-A. And you can go to our website at hubink.ca and join our um, Facebook group, which is Hub Inc. Entrepreneurs Club. That's and awesome. How many yeah. chapters do you guys have now? Oh, well, we just launched it two more. I think we have eight.
0: And uh, in awesome. 2019, we'll be right through Canada. That's very exciting. That's very exciting. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mary. And I look forward to chatting with
1: you soon. Thank you, Stacey.
0: Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to stacymaynard.com and gain access to some free resources. And to join the conversation, follow at Socially on all the social media platforms using hashtag #LinkForSuccess. If you love the link for success show, I'd love for you to subscribe rate and give us a review on iTunes. Remember, it's not about linking for the sake of linking link for success.